Hi, thanks for joining us on another episode of Teacher Nerds Podcast. Joe and Ron are self-proclaimed teacher nerds geeking out on all things education. They are looking to move educational practices out of the 1900s factory worker model to a student-driven classroom full of empathetic, creative, and collaborative students who are willing to take risks. Joe and Ron welcome you to join discussions they used to have privately, where they discussed educational tools, techniques, ideas, policies, and much more. Joe is a third grade teacher and Ron a technology teacher for grades three to eight. Thank you for listening and becoming one of the teacher nerds. Check us out on teachernerds.com and that's nerds with a Z. Find us on Instagram at teacher nerds podcast or on Twitter at teacher nerds. And now a word from a sponsor. Four, have you heard about the nerds? What's the word? Teacher nerds. You can tweet them out on Twitter. You can find them on the gram. After listening to their podcast, you'd be sitting there like, bam! Trying to take the teaching from one level to the next. Reaching up to Canada and down to Mexico. Gotta go. Teacher nerds. Start the show. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Teacher Nerds Podcast. I'm Ron Nober. I'm Joe DiPaolo. I'm a technology teacher for third grade to eighth grade. And I'm a third grade teacher. All right, Joe, so uh, Rewire Part, Rewire 19 Part 2. Yeah, it's like Rewire 2 Part 2, two yeah. Session 2. Um, I mean, we spent almost the whole time last time talking about Dr. Jennifer Williams. Well, we figure uh, with two sessions, there was, there was a lot to talk about to talk about, about there. yeah. And, uh, I mean, I know her book is coming Came out. out. I think it's it. You can order it now, like it's on pre-order. I think it comes out the fifth mm. or sixth of November, so it'll be out by the time you know these episodes air. So uh, I know you. Put, I'll be reading it, you, you know, because I put an order in already. Yep. Um, so we're going to start off our two yes more, one no way, and uh, we're doing what, Joe? Travel edition, Ron. Oh, travel. Here we All go. All right. It's time for two yes more, one no. All right, so uh, travel destinations. Do you want to start? You I'll, want me to start? I'll start. Okay. All right. This is a this is a favorite of mine. Not that I get to travel often, right? Um, but I do. I besides the flying, I like getting out of my comfort zone yep. and, and going to. Um, I don't want to say different places because my top one is some place that I've been to three times, and it's Costa Rica. Okay. You know, it's not too bad of a plane ride. You usually get right in there, um, and. You know, my only problem with going to Costa Rica is not having enough time. I've right. been there for uh, two-week stretches. I've been there for three-week stretches. And still wasn't uh, enough time? Uh, you know, towards the end of three weeks, we we were moving around a lot. Um, okay. I got a little homesick. Okay. You know, there's certain things that, I don't. you know, you get accustomed to. And, and I'm not a big fan of living on the road. Right. And and living out of a backpack. Yep. Um, I mean, it's, it's really fun, but I do... You know, I do enjoy the yeah. the comforts of home. Yeah, sleeping um, in your own bed, right? Well, right. and that's I, you know, not that I'm huge, but being six foot, you know, I'm kind of big as right. far as their standards go. Right. So there isn't a bed I could ever fit in, and my right. feet are hanging off over it. So you <laughs> know, you never really get a good sleep. Um, there's the howler monkeys uh, are up early in the morning, okay. and, and it's almost like. You know, your first morning, you might think there's a lion outside your door. <laughs> um, it's pretty, uh, it's interesting because we do talk about, 
you know, getting married. I'm like, well, if we ever did it, you know, it wouldn't it be cool to do it in Costa Rica? And my mom's like, I would never go that way, you know, because she wouldn't, when she hears the stories about the the bugs and you get up in the middle of the night and you can't have your flip-flops on the floor and you got to watch on the oh, floor geez. and you got to have a flashlight by your bed. I mean, it's <laughs> it's fun. And they have hotels down there and, and they're right. nice hotels, but they're the same problems in the hotels. Right. Um, so that's my number one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I could do a whole podcast show on that. On Ron. Costa Rica. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> uh, my second one is kind of polar opposite. Uh, going to British Columbia. Okay. And uh, Whistler and Blackcomb, two huge mountains out there. Right. I one of them is a glacier. Um, for snowboarding and you know next to Costa Rica, that was probably my second greatest trip of all time. Okay. We were able to stay in a suite and you stayed. We stayed right at the bottom of both mountains. Wow, nice. And it was just you know it was it was I think what. When I think of skiing, that's what I think of. Okay. It's, you know, you come out of the, the the hotel and there's two huge lifts and they're gondolas and the and wow. the, the rides right. are like you know 30 minutes just to get to the oh, middle of the mountain and then you take another 15 uh, minute ride to the wow. top of the mountain. It takes you all day to just, ski down just to get down. I mean wow. that yeah that was uh and I didn't think I was not that I didn't think I was going to enjoy myself, um, but I didn't think that that would be a top all-time trip in my wow. life and uh and maybe that was the best part you know going in with no expectations right, right. and it was you know i i talk now i mean it's it's probably been 20 years since we 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 went and uh it's been too long and i'm you know the wheels are turning there's a lot of places i want to go so right. you know how can we how can we fit that back in there um so both of them i mean really at costa rica is surfing yes and then british columbia is snowboarding, snowboarding. okay right. so and both that, revolve around that and and that's it like if i go on vacation i like coming back from vacation and needing a day or two to rest right um because i don't want to go out and just lay around right on, um, lay on the beach and i just, want to do something right. that i can that i can really enjoy and and the people we're going with are in you know they're into the same thing right. so like-minded people yep. and you know eating out in costa rica is awesome because you might not be cooking it but it's fresh ingredients right. and you know whistler was just you know it was it was pricey but it was good food and and good establishments and it was and cool like nightlife and all well you know when you're getting up early in the morning and you're not and, doing <laughs> not that i say you know there was times we were out with people and they were falling asleep at the not being a huge drinker um i wasn't really partaking in the alcohol but people were and you know they're falling asleep at the bar and <laughs> This was in our 20s, so people are writing on them. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, was, bad things happen oh, when you fall asleep. You know, <laughs> out in public, at the bar, with beer in front of, you know, like it right. was just, you know, not not everyone made the smartest decisions right. back then. Right. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't, I was sleeping, man. <laughs> but, uh, so my one no way, and I don't know how you're going to feel about this, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm not, I could take it, like, you know, I can... I can see maybe going there, yeah. but I don't know that it's one of my top travel destinations. Yeah, I've never yeah. had the inkling, and uh, I've never been there. So I've, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had friends that have gone yep. and people that have planned the trips and family members, right. and and know, I'm not a big gambler. Well, like, and that's what I always say, and and they say there's more to do there right. than just gamble, right? But uh, yeah, not got no interest in Vegas. Okay, yeah. No. So what about you? So um, so I I kind of went one travel destination that. I've been and one that I want to go to. So okay. um, one that I want to go to is, and I, I've wanted to go, honestly, like for as long as I can remember, probably into my teens, is Thailand. Really? Like there's something just about Thailand that I, I you know. Um, 
food you know, culture food love thai food okay um you know practicing zen and buddhism and all that like you know it's a big buddhist country okay um they have a connection ha- yeah and have always been interested in like thai kickboxing okay you, you know yep. what i mean mm-hmm. so watching that um and just you know visiting you know riding around on the what are the, the tuk-tuks uh, you uh know. the boats well no the, the little like uh like uh, cabs, you know what I mean, but it's like a three wheel. Okay. Cat, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, also the boats through the, you know, the the rivers and stuff like that. So that is one where you know I'd like to go. That's my bucket list. One now, of my bucket list. How? What's the travel time out there? Is that it's, is that kind of like Australia where yeah, it's, it's, it's eighteen hours or maybe even a, a full day of travel? Yeah, yeah it's a long trip. Um, which you know that flying is not my biggest thing. Being you know six two, two hundred and fifty pounds. Right. Right. I don't fit well in a seat. <laughs> you don't fit well on coach, Rob? Yeah, no, coach is not the thing. But, um, you know, so that's one that I'd like to visit at some point. And uh, my second is one that I, I do often um, is New England. Okay. Love going okay. to New Ooh, England. Yeah. Yep, yep. Not, I'm not talking like cities like Boston or something like that. It, I like, you know, Bar Harbor, Maine, okay. Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, Cape Cod. Um, you know, kind of relaxing, but you can do things, you know, you can hike through Acadia and Bar Harbor, right, or you can, right. you know, um, going out on boats and, you know, being close to the water, you know, it's just, it, that's, that's my thing. Ron, you know, like oh, when I th- think of Maine, I, I think just outdoors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And just, and hiking it doesn't and have fishing. to be, doesn't have to be, you know, crazy hiking and fishing. I mean, like there are times where we've gone and you know, sat on like Adirondack chairs, just kind of watching the lobster boats coming oh, in. Right. You know yep. what I mean? It's um, relaxing. Yeah. Um, and we've done car trips there as well as we've done two cruises. Oh, really? There. Out, so, of, out of Newark? Out, out of Newark, yeah. So, um, hmm. or Cape Liberty, Newark, yeah. Um, and it's great because it goes up, it goes to, it does hit Boston, you know, hits Rhode Island and some of the okay. cool, like, you know, in Rhode Island, you have some of the mansions of like the Rockefellers right. and those kind of people. Um, we took a surf trip to Rhode Island. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and then it hits, you know, uh, Bar Harbor, and then goes up into Nova Scotia. Okay. Um, so there's gotta be cool, cool lighthouses along the yeah, way. Yeah, lighthouses. I mean, it's just and it's just different, you know, culture. I mean, it's not huge different culture, but I mean, there's there differences. Scene. Yeah, it's, it's a different, different scene. scene. Um, and my my one no way kind of kind of like what you were saying with Vegas is like any kind of big city. Like I have no so like, pull to go to New York city and okay. hang out or Chicago or, you know, it's just, I, I mean, maybe it's because I grew up in Philadelphia, went to high school in center city, went to college in center city, Philadelphia. Yeah, you're like, done. yeah I, I've seen it. I, I, you know, now I'm out living in the woods on a dirt road. That's kind of my thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, the hustle and bustle. Like I don't, I don't want the hustle and bustle. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the city yeah, either. You know, um, and it's not that I'm, you know, some people are nervous about being in the city. I'm not nervous. Like, I don't mind being in the city. I'm very street aware and, you know, very wise to, to that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's just I don't want to have to be. Right, right. You know, on, on point, my toes. On and yeah. yeah. So, you know, th- those were my two. But, uh, and like I said, that's my, my one no way. Cool. All right, so getting into Rewire Part 2. Um, I know like, I didn't get to go to second day, but I do have... Um, one session that I went to day one to talk about, but yeah. I know you had some, you know, extra sessions that you went to. Yeah, there's, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to talk about two, but let's start with your one. All right. So um, first one, it was uh, David Jakes okay. um, and he talked about design thinking. Um, and, you know, 
we kind of went over the uh, just kind of some samples of design thinking. Um, so they went over the uh, MRI redesign, um, which is a pretty big one. Um, is that with? Uh, see, because I didn't, I didn't get to see him. Yeah. So, um, so basically, there was there's a TED talk on a guy who designed this state of the art MRI machine, and he was super proud. It won all kinds of awards, and he went to go see it being used at uh, it was a children's hospital, I okay. believe. And, you know, he, this was his life's work, this MRI machine, and he was so excited about it. And he gets there and he sees a child and parents coming down the hallway. This child has to get a scan. And the child's crying. The parents are upset. And, you know, he kind of takes a step back and is like, this is my life's work. I'm so happy about it. But look at, right. you know, this kid. And then he kind of stands behind them as they're in the the uh, room with the MRI before they go in and there's a big window and you're watching this machine and you know he realizes from looking from like the child's perspective of standing behind a family that the room is cold oh, it's okay. uninviting there's this huge scary machine that makes a ton of noise and this child is terrified and some of these kids have to have scans often mm-hmm so it's this terrifying experience and he kind of realizes like, man, I'm super excited about this machine and it's terrifying for the people who need to use it. So it gave him a perspective of looking at it from the you, user, right? right? Yep. You know, having that empathy. That's awesome. And he went back and I guess they worked to redesign it. And what they've done is they've made it almost like an adventure so before a child gets a scan they get a storybook to read about this adventure they're going on the room for this one is painted in a pirate theme so there's planks okay. and oh, okay. and the MRI machine is like a looks like a pirate ship and mm-hmm. uh, so the kid lays on and if you stay real still the dolphins come out to jump around oh, so it teaches the cool. kids to stay still and it just makes it an enjoyable experience and kind of at the end um, kids have said i want to go back (laughs) so like here's this machine that they need to go on so using design thinking to just it improved everyone else's lives and it doesn't and and it kind of reminds me like it when you're designing it it doesn't have to be a thing it can be just an experience so like that they didn't really redesign the machine the machine was the machine the experience of getting it was what changed um you know, so that was one of the cool things. And I think the one thing I took out of it is that I, I, I guess I, I've kind of missed in the past, but they talk about design thinking being biased towards action. And I don't think I understood what that was. And, and what it means is you want to create some rapid prototypes so that you can get feedback quickly and get your redesigns done. So it's biased towards action, like get things done. Don't him and haul about it. Don't you know is well, this the best is it not you know i was uh <laughs> i was going to go in towards uh the flip grid hunt first but right. when you when you say like the bias towards action one of the things i took from uh the teched up teacher uh if you're going to fail fail fast yeah, and that's it that's the right? bias towards action yep. figure out what doesn't work quickly exactly so you can get to what does work yeah or, or at least a redesign so that you can get to what does work and i guess point. that's you know, when, when we talk about design thinking, you know, 
I guess we we talk about the process and maybe we don't get to with with students when we're trying to wrap it around curriculum maybe we don't get to jump right back in there and say okay well well let's try and make another one you know right. like so but if we could start in the younger grades with with the ideas like empathy right. and and not just sympathizing but saying oh man that does stink let me see what I can do to make it better for you right and then just thinking and collaborating and right. then working and then you know, to me, the fun part was is is always the building, right, and the making, yeah. And but the process along the way, when when we we first threw the teacher nerd sheets out, and mm -hmm. you know, at teaching um, eight eight and nine year old students, and the first one was all about fairy tales. So to see right. them sit there and and intently watch these fairy tales that they they know they've right, seen, they know but back and forth now they're interested in it, and, there and that's all, a, the lens, right? You're looking at it from a different lens at that point. You know the story, right? Right. It's not you're not sitting there with popcorn and right. your blanket, you know, right. and your favorite stuffed animal. Yeah, and but it was great to see that you know pencils are in hand and they're stopping the video and yep. they're writing things down and you know they're you know the collaboration is hard because when we do it in math. You know, it's it's hard for them to collaborate on a math problem, right, and, and right. I'm not saying kids don't do it, but one kid will do it, and the other kid just, you know, there's right. it's not always perfect. Now they're, you know, they have ideas. They're talking to people about their characters, about this, and it's that that just that process and and trying to change their their mindset and you know their yeah. thinking. You know, you're struggling with something, you don't give up. Um, but I think that's the one thing, like you said, we we miss in school a lot is that ability to iterate your design, right? Like right. This, right. this doesn't work, let me go back and make it. Cause it, it's, you know, time is a constraint for us, well, right? I, so right. And it's that's finish not the, the design. You know, that's not the only thing we, you know, I have them all day, yes, but I'm trying to go through seven different subjects oh, all absolutely. day. You have them for 40 some odd minutes, days, yeah. right? And, and 42 minutes. And so that's, you know, those are those constraints and there's a lot that we have to get done. Right. But you can weave it into the curriculum. Um, yep. You know, one of the things we got from the Tech Up teacher was that one point rubric. Right. You know, and, and those, it was great. And, and the more I started thinking about it, you know, I tie it into the curriculum. So when we did our last um, project for the Creepy Carrots, Peter Brown. Right. Yep. You know, the kids read the book first and, and listened to read alouds and, and it helped us to figure out where our thinking was. And we were working with thinking stems. So Okay. You know, right now I'm like, oh, hey, look at that. There's a reading grade because we did one as a class. Right. We did one um, conferencing with some kids that needed a little bit of help. Eventually everyone did it on their own. Bang, there's a reading grade. Right. Um, you know, then we were also working with mental images. So we podcasted it. They went back with sticky notes, took down some details that they heard. Then, okay. yep, threw out some sketches. Hey, there's another reading grade right. on a skill that we've been using in reading. So you just ha you have to be creative of figuring out how you can connect grades to you know if you have to be grading we we have right. a health class there's health standards empathy falls under that umbrella hey go. what kind of you know empathy did you build for this character oh right. that's great what do they need what are you gonna and 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 you make it you know you make it work right. because it's it's worthwhile material yeah and i mean um, I, i'm lucky this year because we we did move to three marking periods so my my marking periods are longer i might have now like 60 days okay so i do have classes now that I have the ability to do a redesign, oh. which is awesome because that I think is most projects in school are you do the project, you hand it in, done. Here it's you do the project, let's look at what could be better in the project, now go back and redesign it. And most, a lot of kids initially will fight you on that because the project's done. Right. 
Um, and I think it's a well, skill. Because had they ever had to do that before? Right. Or had they ever had the opportunity to do that right. before? Right, and, and it's probably a little bit of both. Never had the opportunity and never had to, you know, so. Um, I know a teacher that uh, doesn't teach in this district. He's uh, my brother-in-law. And he was upset because his district mandated if a kid fails a test, they have to be able to come up and take it again if they desire. Okay. And he was upset because he's like, you know, they took it once and, you know, life isn't full of retakes, which, it, you know, there are some things you can true, do over true, again. Right. But you know what? If I don't get it now and I get it later, right. what's there, the difference? Right. Exactly. And, um, and, and what are you, what are you assessing? Did they learn it? And if they had to fail at once to realize like, oh, I don't think I knew it that much and went back and worked a little harder, shouldn't and, they get a grade? And I know there's questions on or debate on whether or not those test scores should be averaged right or if the first test score should be should dropped be. because now i took it again and this right. is a score i got now right it might have been a week later it might have been two and you know his argument is well now it's more work for me and and i mean you know he teaches high school so it's a whole different animal sure. and and i understand and he doesn't necessarily have the resources that we have right um but i'm like so just give him the same test again you know right. but but sometimes you know what ron like when i'm in the thick of it uh yeah you know and this is the way we do it in class like I understand. I understand. I don't want to say I understand his point of view, but I respect his point right. of view. And, exactly. and, you know, you can have those conversations. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the teched up teacher was great because. And that's Chris Aviles. Chris right? Aviles. Yep. yep. And he's, and he starts it off with, you know, guys, all I'm just going to sit here and brag about what, what the kids have done and, right. and, you know, what he creates and, and their clubs make money. Right. And their yep. esports clubs make money. And the kids were, were, you know, and that was one of the questions. What you know, how can this student-led club made make money? You right. know, how does how does that work? I guess legally. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um. And whatever money the club makes, if it's in school or within a school event, the money goes to the club, and they use it to buy supplies right. and basically fund the club. And that's kind of what our entrepreneur club does here. And yep. and so there's the gaming club, and the gaming club set up something outside of school on Friday nights for four Friday nights in a row. Uh, with a pizza place. Right, I saw that, like a tournament, right? A tournament, yeah. and, and the kids, you know, they, they partnered with the pizza place, and they had, I think, 80 kids, they said, almost every Friday night, <laughs> eating pizza, drinking soda, playing Fortnite. The kids split the profits with, with the, the pizza place. With the pizza place. And it was outside of school, so it's it was, the kids get it, right? He said the kids walked away with $1,500 each for four nights' work over the course of a month. Now, Not granted, there was probably some... Uh, legwork setting right, things sure, up sure. and and most definitely but these kids are in middle school right not too bad so to get that experience now the one thing i think it was jay billy asked hey what happens in the high school like does the high school continue your program and right. he just smiled and said they do nope. not yeah you know and and i guess on one hand that does stink yeah you know because if that you know if that continued to be fostered imagine what could happen right but you know what at least the mindset is is there in these kids right. you, know? you created and, and, an entrepreneurial mindset and and that will get them through high school and and much more because that's right. it are you trying to are you trying to set them up for success for fourth grade or fifth grade or sixth grade or, or, for, life. or for life right you know school's a game these kids are going to be able to play yeah. the game right um well and you you fostered that entrepreneurial mindset so i'm in high school and i don't have that there's going to be a hunger in me to do that so well, i'm going to do it on my own and and that's you know? cool he's saying you know the kids are doing things outside of school right. so so even if it doesn't even if the high school doesn't foster it it's in the kids right and if they want to do it and if they want to continue it you know they that that drive's been instilled and 
you know, he said he's a resource for everyone. So after the session, you know, I emailed him. I said, yo, can you, you know, what was up with that one point rubric? And right. send us the copy, you know, and, and it was just great to see the ideas. Right. You know, and, and to try and tweak it a little bit to fit what we need to do. But when you're able to pull grades from other places, you know, you can definitely grade that process. But, you know, that's it. What are you grading? You know, right. you, you, are they trying? And, and there are there is a spot on our um, report card that talks about work skills. So it is nice to right. have multiple areas to pull from. Um, he w- it was a great session. Where did it just go? Okay, there we go. Um, so like failing and failing fast, figuring out what works, yep. what doesn't work, and getting that out of the way. Um, and then the other cool thing, it really didn't even have to deal with, you know, any of the cool projects he was doing. Um, he talked about how to get into contact with people. Okay. Because that's that's yeah. that's a, that's big, you know, in yeah, order to absolutely. get some things to happen. So I think he called it carpet emailing or maybe blanket emailing. You know, you send someone in the organization an email they don't respond you send it again right and then you start to add hey can you help me do this if not can you put me in touch okay. with someone Somebody that can? can and you know people get tired of looking at your email eventually they'll forward it on to something else and, right. and things happen um so that was a really good session and you know we talked a lot about the esports and the e-gaming right. and and it kind of got me going like do I want to try and bring that something in here? You know, like these kids are all playing, yeah, yeah. whether it's Fortnite or, or, and I guess Fortnite has kind of tailed off now, but there are other ones. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're playing things and right. you know, so whether or not you do it school two, whether or not you do it school three, it, it was right. definitely something to think about. Um, and then like the fact that the things he's doing is the stuff we're doing in class. Right. So that's like, you know, reassuring to see, you know, Someone, we're, yeah. we're, we're doing good things. But then now maybe we have to try and take it to a grander scale. Right. You know, based off what uh, Dr. Williams was saying, you know, like how can you take it now globally? globally? Right. And um, have an impact. Right. Yeah. On on things outside of, um, I guess, yourself. Right. You know, thinking. Well, and that, again, comes back to Twitter helps, right? Like oh. just getting your, get putting your stuff out there, tagging someone, putting well, a hashtag. You know, the the... We have a student in class. He was uh, for a Spark project. Wants to uh, research fancy cars. So, like, go for it, man. And right. and he has a Tesla at home, where his father does. And he's he he likes nice cars. So he researched. He did. Uh, right now, he's focusing on prices. So he put together a website that's got about twelve different cars, and it focuses on the prices of each car. Okay. We put it up in our uh, Spark classroom, and next thing you know, he's got like twenty some odd comments. Hey. And we use the tag system. Tell them something you like, ask them a question about right. it, and then give them a suggestion. So from two suggestions now, one was, yo, you should uh, use WeVideo, hashtag at WeVideo, okay. to uh, maybe put a, a video in your website. Okay. And then someone else said, hey, maybe you should try and interview someone from – so." So I saw that and I said, why don't we try and hook you up with Elon Musk? And then he right. just started giggling. I said, you know who Elon Musk is? And he's like, the Tesla guy, the Tesla <laughs> guy. You know, his, it was just cool. To, and he goes, well, you know what? Maybe I'll just start with the video. I'm right. like, no problem. But how many times does Don Wetrick on Twitter say, hey, at yeah. whoever. And, and I'm not saying we're Don Wetrick, but you know what? Why can't we throw it out there? Absolutely. And you know what? I mean, Or hey, at BMW. Hey, at Lamborghini. Or how about at FC Kerback? Up in Palmyra, right? They have all the mm. Rolls Royce, the Bentleys, the Lamborghinis, the, right. the Porsches, right? Like they're a yep. luxury car dealer right here in New Jersey. And right on seventy three. Okay, so that right, must be right the one the, I'm thinking of. By okay. the Tacony Palmyra I, so Bridge. So that's not seventy three. 
Yeah, it's 73. That is 73. Yeah, it goes okay. to the Tacony Palmyra Bridge. Yeah, yep, yep, FC yep. Kerback. Right? Yeah. I'm sure they'd well, have a salesman reach out. And right, and that's it. Like, is it, do a Skype get session Elon or whatever. Musk? No, but you know what? He might be able to talk to someone and get information. Right. And, and you know what? If that's what he's into, and third grade, if that's what his passion is, and now he's creating videos and websites, I mean... And you're and, learning how to contact people and interview people. And and so the last thing I would throw out there is, is anyone hiring? Because this, right. <laughs> this kid's ready. for you, yeah. 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 Um, so that was a, that was a phenomenal session. Um, another really great session was Kathy. Now I'm going to mangle her last name, Krasnowski. Okay. Um, on the uh, she's a Flipgrid ambassador, right. and specifically she did something on Flip Hunts. Okay. And she created Flip Hunts, right? Like that was she, her thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She. I forget what she went to, and not an expo. Um, the Flipgrid. I don't know. Uh, she put in and said, "Yo, this is my idea," da, 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 and they loved it. So okay, I, so I believe that's how she became a Flipgrid ambassador. Maybe all right. I don't know her backstory, but the flip hunt is her her brainchild. All right, so I don't even know what a flip hunt is. So what? so you're using Flipgrid, and there's basically tasks that the kids are supposed to go out there and record them doing these tasks. And she okay. says, you know, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be silly, um, okay. and it's supposed to be engaging. Okay, so. First off, I'm thinking, you know what? We're talking, we're doing weather in school. So maybe a flip hunt. I need a video for severe weather. I need a video for nice weather. I need a video that's going to use these three terms. Let's say wind speed, let's say uh, temperature, and let's say precipitation. Okay. Um, so that's the list, and they have to complete this list. It's a scavenger hunt. Okay. And, and so is it all in one video? So like they pause the video, do something, or do they well, do multiple could be, videos? It could, it could be both. Okay. You know, because um, I was thinking we're doing weather. So could I have a, vi a video of a nice day? And then could they pause it and save that video? And But I think what they would have to do is collect everything in Wii Video. Make, make and it in upload. Wii, and Flipgrid has linked with Wii right. Video because it is very easy. Yep. Um. You know, and I started thinking, I don't know if, how could we do it in school? It's, it's with, with the Chromebooks and, and, you know, it's, it's a little bit harder, but, right. but what we've been doing is we've been opening up Flipgrid for homework. Okay. So the kids have been doing things at home and, and when you have the iPads, when they have their devices, right. it's a, a lot, it, yeah, right. yeah. it's a lot easier to, you know, record someone doing uh somersaults and saying they're making a sphere, you know, right, so right. it's, it's stuff like that. Um, and it was great, and and it's using Flipgrid, and the kids are using what are doing weather reports right. now, and and it's um I'm excited because once we get into um motion and pushes and pulls, like yeah. we'll be able to get you know show me an example of a push, so right. you know complete this list. Um, and when we work with our science notebook, as far as a rubric and grading, there's extra credit, and the extra credit is did you use Flipgrid to extend your learning at all okay. at home? Um, so it was just a fun way to bring student engagement in, yeah, yeah, into yeah. you know and, and using terms from the class in their everyday life um, right, so you're pulling that vocabulary that you know specific vocabulary into everyday kind of life then at that point outside of the classroom right, yeah um and you know the one thing she did say don't make it on a worksheet you know find, right. find me a simile you know make it fun make it engaging right. um one of the things you could check off on her flip hunt was uh singing a song about Flipgrid over the PA system. Oh, so that's, I was in oh, David Jake's and somebody was singing something Jingle over the Bell. PA. Yeah, okay. like yeah, Jingle Bells. Yeah. Jingle Bells tune or they were singing <laughs> Jingle Bells and, 
and it was I was working with uh, two other teachers. I believe they're from maybe North Jersey, and uh, you know we stopped and we're like, oh man, look at them! Like what what guts? Because right. that you know first that's off, a tough one. Yeah, well, and they had to go into the office people and, and say, say, can I get on the PA? <laughs> right. I mean, you know that was that yep. was cool. So not that I got a lot out of it. But I got ideas. I got, you know, I learned right. what a flip hunt is. And right. she's really great. And, and and she's posting on Twitter all the time. There's all yeah. kinds of ideas. And, you know, she's she's very active. She yep. responds to you. Um, yeah. I was just thinking, like, math. And when you're talking about, like, ge learning geometry and shapes, you do a flip hunt. Go find right. these shapes well, in school. Go, well... Go around the hallways and find me a triangle. Find me, you find know. me a right angle. Right. Find me an obtuse angle. Yeah. Find me an acute yep. angle. Right. Um. Or even, you know, with math, how about make me a video um, explaining? I mean, you know, in the middle school, don't they talk is Pythagorean the theorem? Pythagorean theorem. But yeah. I mean, and not being a math guy, right. you know, I don't know how they do it up there. My son's in eighth grade math right. and the stuff they're learning. But so you have. And, and he's having such a hard time because all they're talking about is, you know, rote routines, rote routine, you know, do yeah. it over again, do it, you got to practice, you know, to make it, f and I know not being a math guy, if you're not making it fun, if you're not making it exciting. It would kill me. It's it's tough. It's uh, So do I know how to do it at the middle school? No, but I know how to do it, right. you know, with the stuff that we're doing. Um, you look at Khan Academy, right? And not that you would want to sit there and make a boring, not that Khan Academy videos are boring, well, but how I mean, can you, how can you give me a video on using the break apart strategy and splice it up with this whiteboard, some right. of these markers, and your personality. Right, right. Or maybe I, I do a song about the steps, right? So, okay, like, right. You, you know yep. what I mean? Create a jingle, right? Everybody has had, you know, jingles stuck in their head from a commercial or something. Make me a jingle for a strategy. Or even, I mean, in second grade, when we started talking, you know, I teach third grade, so as, as, they, as we were talking about, was it the cardinal directions? No, the continents. The, okay, someone right. was like, oh, remember the continent song We're from such and such class? So, yep. especially, you know, when you're doing the younger kids, the, these fun activities, right. this is a way to get them in and, and get them engaged and get them talking yeah. and, and get them moving in class. And yep. Songs, hand motions that go with songs, things like that, well, right? They're the things that stick in your head. And what's cool when Flipgrid uh, videos happen, you know, you get your email and I like to comment back. And, and, right. and you know, the kids are because we do with the whole brain teaching the gestures in class right so when they're talking about the precipitation falling from their sky you know they're not necessarily jazz hands i don't know what that you know right but, but you're doing some kind of yeah they're doing gestures with their hands to mirror the precipitation falling down i mean it's just really i don't want to say it's cute and adorable but it is cute and adorable because these little kids you know they're using terms like meteorologists right. degrees fahrenheit and you know when they say um when they try and talk about synonyms and antonyms, them saying the word synonym, synonym. oh man, it's hilarious. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, but they're eight years old and, and, you know, and they're, they're using the vocabulary and they're learning how yep. to use it. Right. Yeah. Most yeah. when, you know, to kick it back to our homework um, episode, you know, like you give meaningful homework. Right. You don't just give, don't give a worksheet, don't give a worksheet. And just because it's on the computer doesn't mean it's still not a worksheet. Right. You know, right. engaging, exciting, yep. relevant. Yep. Should have all three. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's. So, I, I mean, I guess the that. takeaway is if you have an opportunity, get yourself to rewire. Get yourself if you're to somewhere rewire. in the country, see if you can get yourself to rewire. Or just some of those types of conferences. Right. You know, get out there and see what other people are doing. Right. And, and, and there's ed camps. There's an ed camp coming up. Nove I think it's is November 23rd. It, or I think it's November right? 23rd. Yeah. Um, um, the end, the, I saw something today. It's like a month away. So, okay. I guess this might come out. This will come out 
just about after that a little okay. after that okay yeah. so yeah i mean so i'm sure there's other ones coming up yeah. i think the sped camp is a little bit after that yep um yeah there are a lot of a lot great of opportunities ed camps and and i mean the one thing again that you know i we have to say about rewire it was free like i mean free and these learning, people volunteered their time free you know. food national presenters yeah. i mean yeah you know disrupted was, uh tv was there yep, you know yep. didn't get the opportunity to go and see them but Right. It, you know, you don't necessarily have to see sit in the session because during the free lunches, there you know, right. an you're, hour you're and 15 minutes and, to sit around yep. and talk to people and exchange ideas. Exactly. Um, awesome experience. Yeah. So a uh, big shout out to Glenn Robbins for, you know, getting that all together and, and taking the time to do that. And and taking the talk about taking the time, taking the time to talk to us before it even happened. Right. right? Exactly. Was yeah. it a week before, you know? Oh, it was, no, it was probably a month or so before. Yeah. I mean, okay. it was a while before. Because um, it was no, it was the beginning of September because it was just around when school was starting. That's right. Yes. Yeah. End of August. Yep. 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 Beginning yes, of September. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So it just about wraps up the episode. Uh, once again, I'm Ron Nober. I'm Joe DiPaolo. And we are the Teacher, Teacher Nerds. Nerds. And Joe, that's Nerds with a Z, Ron. That's Nerds with a Z. So check us out on TeacherNerds.com. Check out the Teacher Nerds store on TeacherNerds.com. Sweet swag. Cool stuff. <laughs> check out uh, on Twitter. We're at teacher nerds on instagram teacher nerds podcast all right so we'll see you next time bye teacher nerds teacher nerds knocking on your door open up let's take your teaching further than before give it a try don't be shy there's nothing there